This time of year, overwhelm is a big deal. And I want to give you a tool to help you deal with the overwhelm during this time of year. So head on over to overwhelmsucks.com and get my free guide, 10 Quick Ways to Conquer Overwhelm. That's 10 Quick Ways to Conquer Overwhelm, my free guide for you. It's available right now at OverwhelmSucks.com. Ann Bennett is a revolutionary brand specialist that helps you show up as exactly who you are and build a platform around that which will skyrocket your profits. Your talks, your products, your programs, your events, and your workshops aren't like anyone else. Ann, welcome to the podcast. Mark, thank you so much for having me. It's I'm awesome. glad you're here because I'm excited to talk about, I, I just read it in the introduction, or talk about your passion about helping clients find their own voice in their marketing. And one of the things I find interesting is people are always wondering, how do I find my voice? How do I find my voice? And that's why I had you on the show, because that's going to answer the question. But I'm told, I'm told that you have an interesting story about how you got to this point in your life. And everyone likes a story. So what is your story? They do, don't they? Everyone, <clears throat> sorry, everyone loves a story. Uh, well, you know, I was, um, I grew up in California. Uh, my dad was a high school principal. My mom was like your typical 50s housewife. You know, nothing spectacular. I always tell people I'm um, recovering from normal. Because everyone has these different backgrounds, right? That are kind of dramatic. But um, so I went off to, after college, I went off to New York City to pursue a painting career um, and landed there in about 1980 with the peak of the art world happening. So it was super fun. I ended up buying a loft in East Village and selling my work in Soho. And, you know, as a as an artist, you always have a different job than selling your work generally. So I ended up working in magazine art direction and design um, and ended, I started at Popular Mechanics and I worked all the way through to Vogue magazine. So I have a very eclectic kind of varied background in design. People always like, oh no, you worked at Vogue. I'm like, yeah. And the devil really does wear Prada. It's totally true. So, uh, you know, and I was in New York and kind of being the it girl and all that glitz and glamour. And uh, I was walking out, you know, going up the street. I always work out at the gym in the morning to get my energy and brain going. And, um, you know, it was one of these clear days, beautiful, beautiful day. And uh, I look up to the left, see the first plane hit the World Trade Center. Mm. And I was like, oh, my. I was like frozen in time very frozen in time and then as that day unfolded everything that i had aspired to my ambitions to be kind of like uh glamorous and glitzy and powerful um i didn't care i just kind of lost that interest in all of that and uh decided i wanted to contribute and do something for other people so that's when I uh, started developing this whole idea around how can you be unapologetically yourself and make money, do good, and and really live kind of a life that's exciting uh, for you. 
so that's kind of how that all that's how that all came about well thank you for sharing that story and we all remember where we were on september uh, september 11 2001 yeah but what's interesting is for many years i'm to put this into context for the listener i'm 57 years young and for the longest time i didn't know what i wanted to be and then I ran across someone. I don't remember who it was. They said, just be yourself. And I am unapologetically Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. I love what I do. And for me, it's not about the money. It's about helping people get unstuck with their life. So even though I technically call myself a productivity coach, I, I'm more of a, a coach that helps you get out from under the overwhelm. And I, I think people are, and tell me if, if I'm way off base here. I think people overthink their voice and who they are they're they're trying so hard to figure their voice when if they just like we're just patient and just live life you'll figure it on your own am i on, ba- on base or off base on that well i think you know mark you got two good points right if you just live your life and be yourself however we can't really see our own eyebrows <laughs> so we're not as reflective uh, a culture as as others and so understanding yourself is is um the key right i think it was uh shakespeare that said it best right know thyself or maybe that was socrates <laughs> <laughs> i gotta have that mixed up but you know it's um understanding parts of yourself and knowing yourself is super super important in branding and and messaging so um, I've developed these these four archetypes that I thought made it really simple for people. You know, you're either a renegade nurturer, renegade disruptor, renegade innovator, or a renegade geek. Because you definitely have to be a renegade in order to like have any of this <laughs> kind of happen, right? You're certainly not going to be following the rules. So you're either a nurturer, disruptor, innovator, and a geek. And um, from there, when I have a kind of very simple a quiz that people can get later or whatever, but, um, you know, it's it's a simple way to understand the primary aspect of your personality. I'm not saying, you know, we're complex beings. We have a lot of different uh, elements to us, but it's it's more like the primary one that when you walk in the door, People are like, oh, yeah, Mark, you know, the guy's so innovative. He's just an innovator, you know, and that's kind of the thought. It's like a thought that they're having, but they don't really know they're having it. So when we're working, that's what we want to build because we want that thing to be the obvious label for people. It simplifies choices, what people are thinking they want to do, and it helps simplify for the person in their own voice, what, what they actually stand for, what their values are, what their messaging should sound like, all that kind of stuff starts to land. It's not so, oh, where do I start? Or, oh, I'm funny. I'm really funny. So I should be the humor. My archetype is humor. <laughs> I'm still thinking about, you said we can't see our own eyebrows. I don't think I've ever heard those four <laughs> words put together, but that's very interesting. So again, the four archetypes are nurturer, disruptor, innovator, and geek. Now, is it possible that you can be more than one? Yeah, I think as we're, as I was saying, you know, we are <clears throat> complex 
beings. Mm -hmm. However, so what I usually do since, you know, I attract the rebels, right? I attract the rebels. They want to come play over here in this arena. Um, I say to people, you have a primary and usually a secondary. You know, you can use all four of them throughout the day, depending on what you're doing. But we're looking to really hone it down into one thing so that that's what people see when they see you. Hmm. So yeah, you can have you can have more than one, but we when you do this, it's a simple simple questions. It becomes very obvious. Like I have a lot of clients, or I have some people that take the test. They're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm totally a nurturer. I'm totally a nurturer, and they take the quiz and they're a geek. <laughs> so you know, this like I don't want to be a geek, but you are one. So it's like, just be it. You know, it's like that whole thing of like I don't want to be who I really am. <laughs> just be who you really are there's power you know there's a lot of power in that yeah absolutely like i i don't know it's kind of funny when when you said that you know the nurturer was a geek and i'm looking at this list i'm like without i haven't taken your quiz and listener we are going to give you the link to get the quiz at the end of the show but i'm thinking without taking the quiz am i nurturer or disruptor an innovator and a geek and i i can see myself at least two of these mm-hmm. but sure, i want to well, right now, I like to think of myself as a disruptor, but maybe the marketplace doesn't think of a mar- d- disruptor. I'm a geek. I love like I'm like on Apple's beta programs for their iOS and all that stuff. I love the beta stuff, but mm. it's going to be interesting taking your quiz to find out what I really am, because I think you made a very valid point. There are people say, oh, I know what I am. And they take their quiz and like, huh, what? So that's going to be interesting. So I, I. I'm going to take your quiz because I'm interested now and I want the listener to take the quiz. We'll tell you how to do it at the end of the show. Anything that we should be aware of before we take this quiz? Because I know a lot of people, when they take these quizzes, they tend to overthink things. Mm -hmm. Is your quiz designed? So even for us overthinkers, I'm one of them that the quiz is still going to be able to fess out the truth. Yeah, you got to be. I always say to people, you know, just come first answer, first yeah. answer, no right or wrong answer. Just the first one, the one that's like, oh yeah, you know, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me, is the is the, what's going to um, really produce the outcome for you. Uh, and you know, I I I laugh a lot because I'll give this, you know, I've given this to over like three or four hundred people, and it's always spot on. It's always spot on. That's what's really cool. And um, I'll see people taking it and I'm like, it takes five minutes. What are you doing? You know? They're like, well, I'm kind of <laughs> like this. But then in another moment, I'm kind of like that. And then, then if my kids come in, I'm I'm like this. And I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. This is just like, bam, I'm five years old. This is what I'm like. Boom, 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 boom. You know, and we don't. It's funny, right? Because you're laughing. Because we don't normally do that. We're very analytical, a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this this is a, um, you know, it does it does a lot of things. And one of the things is it allows you to just just shoot it off off the that's, top. That's of very head. interesting because I remember taking a quiz not too long ago, and they would list a statement. And they'd say, "Do you violently, uh, not violently, but." really disagree sort of disagree neutral kind of agree and i'm like i'm going in my head i mean this is like a short quiz i'm like 
well, sort of. I could see it. And I'm like, <laughs> and so I overthink things so much. Instead of just going with my first instinct and whatever answer pops, answer it. And like I've always said on the show before, many times is I get in my own way. And I think many of us get in our own way to what we want to achieve. Yeah, I think that it's it's part of the way the mind works and, and basic human nature to uh, make something valuable if it's difficult. <laughs> I have to say, this is very simple and easy. I'm on I'm on this new kick. You know, I'm one of these people, too, who's who is very ambitious and very tenacious and um, I'm learning to make it fun and easy. Um, so I heard this recently from someone, it was elf. If it's easy, lucrative and fun, I'm going to be doing that. So this is my new, my new thing. It's like, Oh, I'm going to elf everything as I go along, but the questions are very si- situational. So it's not sometimes always never. It's more like, when you first um, get a client, do you spend time speaking with them and understanding, you know, their heart and their mind? Mm-hmm. Do you say, hell yeah, I'm going to go off and, <laughs> and and make something really cool and come back later? Do you, you know, so it's, they're very situational like that. So gotcha. it's a little bit easier to go. Yeah, I kind of make a map. You know, there's lots of plan. There's ones that have to do with planning. So you're, you're geeks and, and people like that, not only are they interested in technology, but they're more uh, the thinkers and the people that like to plan out Mm, and have, you know, plan before they begin where your disruptor is just going to be like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm all excited. I'm all passionate. I'm just going to go out and do something. You know, it's funny when you said elf, because we're in the Christmas season now, I thought the movie elf. And then when you said what the ELF stand for, oh, she's not talking about the movie. Okay. I had this <laughs> this image of who is that character? Is it Colin Farrell? Is that his name? No, it was um What's I just of? saw this. Oh. Um, and you know, he's in that the elf outfit. And then so when you said elf, my mind went right to that because I love Christmas. Yeah. But it's got this has got nothing to do with the movie. So <laughs> so although um, he was very simple. Remember in the movie how simplistic he was? Yes. Child, yes. he was very childlike and very simple and everybody else was all kind of twisted <laughs> yeah and you know and that's that's i think is something we need to take uh, if if you miss that from the movie if you're just looking at like a laughter and it's a good comedy movie we take life too seriously whether it's business life or personal life we just take things too seriously and i want to have fun so i wake up every day and I'm excited for the day every day, like world cups going on. Now I watch a lot of world cup during the day and I'm working between the games. And, and I, I think because you only get one life, you really need to take the time and enjoy your life. So if you're not enjoying your life, what's wrong with you? Go find something you love to do. It's going to make you happy. Don't go to work. This is a commercial back in the seventies. I, I grew up in Rochester, New York, and it's for Dunkin' Donuts and the guy, the older guy, and he go time to make the donuts. If that's your attitude that you hate waking up, then guess who gets to choose? You can say, listen, I'm going to learn a new skill, whether it's on YouTube, you can get a book or whatever, and I'm going to change my life. But don't go through life miserable. You don't want to be an Eeyore. This is like no Eeyore zone. We like people are Winnie the Poohs or Christopher Robbins or Tiggers because those people, and I can tell you as a productivity expert, Ann, those who are happy are way more productive than those who are Eeyores. 
got overwhelm? Then you need to get my free guide, 10 Quick Ways to Conquer Overwhelm. This free guide will help you quickly deal with overwhelm so you can get back to making the impact you've dreamed of. Get your copy for free at OverwhelmSucks.com. Oh, yeah. I'm totally a tigger myself. I think, you know, there's a little psychological test for that. Have you taken that? I don't know. Well, there- oh, my God. It's really funny. I'll send it to you after. It's hysterical. <laughs> and um, But I think it's true. It's uh, The more fun I have, the more money I make. Mm. That's my my mantra. And people, you know, sometimes it seems like people really like to make it difficult <laughs> or make it hard. Like this, the harder it can get, the more they seem to be happy in their misery. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. It's all about how much fun you can have and how much laughter and, and the lightness of everything. And I, and, um, you know, for me, it's like, I just hang out with people that want to have fun. Mm-hmm. One of the, the number one topic that my clients and I talk about is clarity. And most people will come to me and say, oh, I hate my job or I hate the commute or I hate my boss or I hate the wallpaper at the job I'm working at. And I'm like, so why are you still there? And I'm like, what do you mean? Why am I still there? What pays the bills? Is that the only job you can get in the entire world? And once they start thinking about it, they're like, well, no. I'm like, okay, well, are there other places that do? I mean, let's say you love what you do. That can't be the only place in the world that does that. And they're like, no, it's not. I'm like, so go find some place you want to go work at. I mean, I know for me and you, this is real easy. But for the benefit of the listener, if you're not happy right now and you're still breathing, there's YouTube, there's libraries, there's Amazon to buy books. Don't don't go through life miserable. I mean, you only get one shot at this. And you may be really good at something, but if you hate it, what's the point of doing that thing? Yeah, I know a lot of people that are really good at what they're doing and they don't like it. Yep. They wanted. To, they want to be, well, particularly my my attorney friends. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be more creative, right? They want to be do something that's more fun or more interesting or helps more people than a lot of times what they're up to. And I think um, it's very very important. I, I've always been somebody who, uh, and I'm probably like your, yourself, Mark, somebody who is like. I want my vacation, my vocation, all of it to be the same thing mm-hmm. so that I can just completely enjoy the people I work with. I mean, I love all my clients. They love me. It's like a big love fest. It's really awesome, right? And we're just getting so much done inside of the work that we're doing together. And um, it's so, to me, so incredibly satisfying and important to be doing that than something else. But I think for a lot of people, uh, we just get, um, you know, in a routine. The mind goes into a routine and that routine, even if it's not making you happy, it's what you know. Mm-hmm. And so it does take, you know, for everybody, myself included and anybody else, it takes a bit of um courage. It takes some courage to step out and change something, make something different. Um, that's where the environment, as you know, is so important. The people you surround yourself with. It's impossible, I believe, to change. I mean, very few people. Some people can do it. They're they're exceptional. 
I'm not exceptional. I'm just a normal person, <laughs> really, um, <clears throat> or abnormal. But, you know, um, it your environment dictates a lot of what you do. Mm-hmm. So if you're in an environment where people are complaining, it's really easy to go down that road. Yep. Very, very simple. More, <clears throat> A lot more difficult than um, being positive or looking for things you love. Well, Seth Godin says, create a life you don't need to escape from. So to your point, a lot of people go on vacation to escape from their life. Well, how about creating a life? Like you said, your vocation is your vacation. So that's something to think about. I I had a guest on my show a number of weeks ago. He is an acupuncturist in Austin, Texas. His name is Jimmy Yen. He has a million followers on TikTok, and all he does is talk about holistic health habits on TikTok, but he has so much fun with it. So you can be an acupuncturist and have funny videos that get a lot of views on TikTok and have a lot of followers. So now I'm not sure about the lawyer and the accountants. They may have you know some rules and regulations I'm not aware of, but to your point, I have a, our dentist, our family dentist went through mechanical engineering school, graduated with honors. Then he goes, I don't want to be mechanical engineering. Went back to dental school, very expensive, uh, change of heart and graduated with honors as a dental as a dentist. Now I don't recommend spending an insane, insane amount of money and then change your mind and going back again. But at least he had the knowledge to go, Ooh, I don't want to be a mechanical engineer the rest of my life. Ew. I probably would have been better if he thought about it in the beginning. <laughs> well, sometimes you don't know, like like we were saying. Well, you know, what am I going to be when I grow up? Sometimes you don't know. You know, you you think our our society, the way that we are raised, you know, the umbrella of thought, or I call it propaganda essentially how we think we think what's going to make us happy like a lot of my friends that became engineers you know that was the what the family wanted them to do mm-hmm. not so much what they wanted to do ultimately when they started to look when they became the engineer and they weren't happy they were like oh i don't really like this <laughs> this is what my mom wanted me to do or my dad wanted me to do or whatever so i think you know, for me, I was always a rebel. So my father wanted me, this is kind of a funny story. My father was a high school principal. He always wanted me to be a teacher so that on the summer I could paint and you know, I could be an artist during the summer, but I could have this job that just was kind of a standard job. And I was like, no, dad, you know, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to make my way in the art world and all this stuff. And, and uh, the other day I was driving down the 405 my father's been gone about 17 years now. He's still here, of course, but, you know, he's mm-hmm. not in, in body. But um, all of a sudden, I realized I'm a teacher. <laughs> it just circled all the way back <laughs> to what my father had originally thought would be good for me. And uh, I was laughing to myself, you know, how, how again, we cannot, sometimes we can't see ourselves. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see myself that way when I was younger. As I've gotten you couldn't old. see your eyebrows. Exactly. I couldn't see the eyebrows. So <laughs> he was he was looking from the outside going, oh, yeah, you'd be a really, really good teacher. And I was like, no. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I was fired from my corporate job back in 2005, 
and I became an entrepreneur, my parents didn't understand what that meant. They, you're a speaker, you're a coach, like a soccer coach. I, I, what? And even to this day, my mom passed away from Alzheimer's in June of 22, but my dad's still around. He's 81 years old. And awesome. And he doesn't fully understand. He knows I coach clients and I have a podcast, but he doesn't really understand what I do. But he likes the fact that when mom got really sick, I was able to drop everything, fly over there. I don't have to ask for time off. I could just like reschedule my clients and leave. And so it's funny, but he was a machinist and my mom worked, you know, after I was old enough to stay at home by myself, she went and got a job as like a secretary back when they were called secretaries. Now they're called executive assistants. Back then she worked in shipping department. Remember those days, right now it's everything's got to be politically correct. They were called secretaries and it was a noble position because they were right next to the the big guy. It wasn't thought of as just a secretary. It's like, oh, you're a secretary because you're next to the president of the company. Uh, but then they had to relabel everything. But anyways, my point is my parents never understood what I wanted to do. And when I told them I was a speaker, they thought they thought of their stereo speakers. They're like, <laughs> I don't. It's so funny because they didn't understand. <laughs> right, right, right. My family doesn't know what I do either. <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? Traveling around speaking and doing this and doing that. And oh, you wrote this book. And what is that? And yeah, I think that that's, that's part that's part of it that people in your own family don't know what you do. <laughs> you know what Tim Ferriss does, don't you? I, I love what Tim Ferriss does. He got tired of explaining to people what he does. So he just says, I'm a drug dealer. He says it's easier, you know, right. because they know people, that. they know, they know what he does. <laughs> That's hysterical. Tim's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. So in a few minutes, we're going to tell people how to get that quiz. What are they going to see when they go to that page? Uh, they're just going to simply see um, an opt-in. You know, it's going to say, take the archetype quiz. Okay. Find out, you know, which one you are. If you'd like to have a conversation with me, there'll be an opportunity to to do that as well. Because um, we can dive into it a little bit and I can really help people understand it a little bit deeper than if they just take the quiz on their own. Okay. But they will get... Um, they will receive from the quiz. They receive um, here's what your presentation style is like. If you're an, um, a nurturer, what your products and programs might want to sound like, look like in a way of being as okay. a way of being um, Achilles heel, a little Achilles heel. Cause you can't be a, you know, a superpower without an Achilles heel. And uh, it, it's kind of fun. It's fun. Okay. And don't overthink it. Like she mentioned several times during the, the show today, just, just take it and be surprised. And I'm sure, I'm sure that what, what, let me ask you this. What percentage of people who take the quiz are going to be shocked at the results? Do you think based on your experience? Uh, based on my experience, not that many people are shocked. I would say um, they're amused Okay. Uh, shock is like another level. Right? Okay. Uh, there are the shockers, but I would say they're more like the ten percent. Okay. Probably get shocked, like they're like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. You know that kind <laughs> okay. of thing. But um, generally, I would say people are like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's def definitely me. It might not be the label that they would put on that. You know, like I said, we all have different. When we hear certain words, um, 
like I heard somebody say the other day, they were very uh, content. And when I hear the word content, I hear complacent. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hear the word content, right? I hear, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm never content, right? So when people hear nurturer, sometimes they're like, yeah, no. You know, (laughs) they have a reaction to it yeah because of their interpretation of the word but i think you know um and i have a tendency to write new meanings to words myself i love like it if i don't if i don't like the definition i just change it <laughs> i got that from my mother she used to do change well things. like i said I'm, I'm 57 and i get people most people understand the winnie the pooh analogies every once in a while someone will go huh go google it i mean that's my that's what i grew up with so that's i'm not going to come up with the 2022 2023 version i use winnie the pooh and i I just tell people you just don't want to be an eeyore nobody wants to hang around an eeyore eeyores are like forever pessimistic so don't stand around and hang around with eeyores now we're not going to give you a link on the show because it's a rather long link but it's going to be in the show notes so on your podcast player just right underneath where we're talking there'll be a long link just click it right now okay while you're listening to this go ahead and click that link and start figuring out what you are are you a nurturer a disruptor an innovator or a geek and i'm sure that you're going to be thankful that you took the the quiz so and any final words before we wrap up today uh i think the only thing i I love to say to people is be unapologetically you just be you be big be bold and be yourself I think that's a perfect way to end. And thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks, Mark. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. I really appreciate your time and attention. Before you go, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you have not subscribed to this podcast in your podcast player of choice, would you do that right now? This way, every time a new episode comes out, you will be informed. Second thing is, while you are subscribing, please consider leading a rating and a review this helps the podcast get discovered and the third thing i know i'm asking a lot of you the third thing is if you know of someone who can use this episode right now why don't you just share it with them every podcast player that i'm aware of makes it really easy to share an episode so if you're thinking of a family a colleague a neighbor a friend who needs to hear this episode go ahead and hit that share button and send this podcast to them right away so i can help them like i helped you. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back real soon with a brand new episode.